Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The circuit at Baku is just over six kilometers per lap, but how many DRS zones are there? Three. You don't even want the mobile choice? Yeah, give me. sure you don't want the mobile choice? Give me mobile choice, please. Two, four, or five. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. And today's episode is a special one because it's number... 30! Oi, oi. Number 30! Can you believe that? Does it feel like we've done 30? We said this earlier, I feel like we've done more. Really? I feel like we've been in the whole pit stop world for like years now. I feel Dude. like we've conquered the game. F1. I'm ready, to move, I'm ready to move on to the next one, mate. What's the next sport we're covering? <laughs> we've only just started. I feel like we've been going for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no. It's... Like, it does not feel like 30 to me. When you said this is episode 30, I was like, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's still very fresh. Yeah, very fresh. And happy to be here. Very happy to be here. That's good to hear. I hope you guys are having a great day listening at home or wherever you may be. This is the Thursday episode. We haven't got a race this weekend, which is a bit sad, but we're here to fill the void between race weekends. In today's episode, we're going to be speaking about, has Sergio Perez already signed a new contract with Red Bull? Guys, I just want to quickly say we filmed this episode a couple of days ago, so I'm adding this little bit of audio in, but Sergio Perez has now signed for Red Bull until 2024. Whoa. It's officially done. So everything we're about to speak about... Ignore it, because <laughs> we filmed this. Fabs is away this weekend, so we were trying to pre-film. But the deal is done. Sergio Perez will be with Red Bull until 2024. Certified. Deal done. Accepted. Bash. <laughs> okay, back to the episode. Ooh. Who knows? We're going to get dug dig straight into that. We're going to talk about the budget caps and inflation in Formula One after Christian Horner and the Ferrari boss and a few others, a few others have spoken out. We're going to look at Zach Brown admitting that Daniel Ricciardo is not meeting McLaren's expectations. Zach Efron. Zach Efron, yeah. Zach Efron said it. We're going to look at how much money Formula One drivers actually get paid and look at who makes the most. And then we're going to finish off... With a quiz. Oh. A quiz on the next Grand Prix. Another wonderful a quiz, quiz. on Baku. And it's time for me to get quizzed. And I know that you haven't done any research. There is a moth on the sofa. Is there actually a moth? I don't like them. Fab hates moths. Is there actually a moth? It's gone. Okay, that would have been rather entertaining. Yeah, I know you haven't had any time to research Baku at all. So I feel like it'd be a great time to throw the Azerbaijan quiz on you right now game but we'll get to it at the end of the episode let's jump straight in with the main talking point 
Now, I don't know if people listening have seen this online. Have you seen the clip of Sergio Perez and Horner? This moth is by my foot, man. Just squish it. I ain't squishing it. I'll just get That's good. It. Now I, you've I, picked I, that off, that's going to come back to bite. You're going to wake up with moths all over you. You know, I hate him. Sorry. What were you getting at? Have you seen the clip of Christian Horner and Sergio Perez that's got being leaked? I've heard rumours about it. I have not witnessed it with my own eyes. So yesterday when they were celebrating, caught on F1 TV... There is a clip of Sergio Perez grabbing Christian, obviously unaware there's a mic over them. Mm. And you hear Perez say, I probably signed my contract too early. Now, I don't want to be the guy starting rumours, but it's all over the internet. Loads of people have been talking about it. From that, it looks like Perez is saying, I won the race. Why did I sign my contract before I could have got more kind of thing? Like as a joke. Uh, okay, okay. That's kind so of where I, I was trying to wrap it. my head around it, what he meant by that. Yeah, I think that's where he's going with it because like, he won the race, didn't he? And then he's like, oh, I think I signed my contract too early. Mm. Like could have got more or could have got something more out of it. I mean, I'm trying to look at other routes. Can you think of anything else that could mean? I think I signed my contract too early. I don't know because I'm thinking like, well, Maybe he was hoping he'd go to a different team, but where else would you want to be rather than Red Bull? You wouldn't. Yeah, and like his contract, he wouldn't be meaning that he signed a contract with someone else, would he? And then be like, oh, I wish I didn't sign a contract with someone else. Imagine if he did. Because it could be that. Like, I don't want to speculate, but imagine it was that. It was he signed with another team and then he's gone to Christian, oh, I've signed my contract too early. Well, that's what I was thinking, which would be great because then it would open up the door for Alonso to come in. I'm trying to like figure out the benefits to them not announcing he signed though. Like I can't imagine why they wouldn't publicize it. Unless I'm completely missing something. I don't know whether I shouldn't, whether they don't publicize in the middle of the season. But what difference is it going to make if they announce that he signed now or not? I don't know. I guess you just don't want to release it too early just in case. Like when did they... When do they announce George? Like they had the well, deal they signed at the beginning of the season, don't they? They had the deal signed and everything sorted before. Obviously, they announced George was going to Mercedes. Well, maybe he's signed for Red Bull, or maybe he's signed for someone else, someone completely different. But that clip's been leaked, and everyone has given their opinions on it. So, take from it what you want. Well, what, what are some other opinions that everyone's given? Well, most people believe it is that he signed with Red Bull again because all the commentators were talking about Bagasly this weekend saying that they didn't feel he's going to go Red Bull. And I'm not being funny. Checo's been on fire. Mm. Like, if they can just control Checo and Verstappen, they've got a perfect driver lineup going forward. Yeah, I didn't realise that Checo's been in the game for like 11 years now. Yeah, but he's only done two seasons at Red Bull. And he was at Force India for a long time before that. But the guy has like some, some serious mileage underneath his belt now. Yeah, yeah, so he does. He, he's one to keep, I'd say. This is the first time he's been in a car that he can probably win races in. I mean, he's won races before being on the podium and done great. But I think he'd be desperate to stay at Red Bull as well. Mm. That, that's why I think the contract probably does mean Red Bull. Because if you were him, you would want to stay there now, I think. I don't oh, think there's absolutely. any other team that's anywhere near as appealing. No, 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 no. He, he definitely wants to stay at Red Bull. Yeah, and I watched a video of Max and Christian earlier on the Red Bull's... Red Bull actually smash it, to be fair. On Oracle Red Bull's YouTube, they had a funny video of Max Verstappen and Checo like doing challenges and that. They were picking these ducks out of pool. And oh my God, it was funny. They've got a good vibe. Like Max and Christian actually... Max, what are you staring at? <laughs> what are you staring at out the window? There's someone getting changed in the flat opposite. Look, 
Oh yeah, is, yo! <laughs> Can we just pause this podcast? And the quickly? funny thing is, we've got the lights on. Like it looks like we're filming some. They are of... naked, <laughs> mate. Oh no, they actually fully are. We've got all these lights on. This is crazy. Wow, absolutely. Stop looking. Get absolute back to work, madness. Man. They've just turned around and they're looking this way. So let's just carry on talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about Sergio Perez. Send yeah. us a message on. Uh, our Instagram at Pitstop. For those of you that subscribe to our YouTube when we told you about it, thank you very much. Next up, we're going to be looking at Christian Horner and him saying that the FIA need to up the budgets. And he hasn't been the only team principal to say this. He was one of the first to come out. But ultimately, they believe that they haven't got enough money to even finish all the races this season. Really? A lot of the team principals have come out, up to seven teams have come out now, and said that with inflation, the budget that has been allocated will not be enough they won't be able to maintain this whole season and complete all the races. They won't be able to be there. They won't be able to make changes. And it's all due to inflation. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I know that I like milk has gone up like 30 pence. Yeah, nice. My, the diesel to power my car has gone up loads. Yeah, I'm paying like that. Well, one pound a something. That's a great example. Look how much that's gone up. It's almost gone up like a third. It's ridiculous. So if that's just one thing, imagine you're now Red Bull or Ferrari or Mercedes and you've got thousands of employees that you have to pay for their travel, accommodation. You have to pay, like all of that comes out of the mm. budget. Their overall budget pays all the staff, pays and, all the and drivers. And the spend cap was lowered this year, right? Yeah, it's been lowered. And it's been lowered so that everyone can stay within it. But ultimately, the, this is where it gets tricky because bigger teams like Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, you know, these bigger teams... Yeah, they they have more staff. Like they genuinely probably do just have more outgoings. How funny would it be though if they got like halfway through the year or like three quarters of the way through the year and they had no more money to like do up the car? No more money. So at there's all. like fucking bits of the car falling off. Banging like off. they're like racing with no wing. Like some of them have just got flat tires. Like that's all we can do. They're all like wets in the beaming beaming sand. Yeah. They've got no more tires. We've we run out of slicks. Let's just chuck some of the wets on. Well, that would be quite funny. It would be quite. Well, it looks like it could go that way. Mm. The thing is, it's not just the teams because obviously they can't put all their money into having a load of staff everything is inflation like all the parts they need just everything to do with the sport has inflated and basically the budget they currently have is 140 million dollars per team and christian horner came out and said that's not enough like we're gonna run out and then the ferrari boss came out this weekend and agreed he said that he thinks there's seven teams that would have to miss races if the fia don't up the budget cap mm. they're looking for a 30 percent increase and the reason that's a, that's a big amount yeah it is a big amount but that's probably about the right about right for inflation to be honest if they give the increase to every team i think it's fair but then they're, they're, the, the the big issue is this right there's penalties if you go over the budget cap but if you go over by five percent they like will kind of could let you get away with it you have like a five percent leeway on your budget like a buffer cap. But the worry all the principals have is that it's going to get into that final 5% and everyone's going to be like playing a game of chicken because like only one team would be fine. So then it'll be like, oh, should we do that and spend that? I think it depends how far they can get. Like if they get like, you know, the majority of the way through the year and there's only a few races left, then let them struggle. Do you know what I mean? But if they get like halfway through and every single team is like struggling, we haven't got enough money then they're going to have to make a change without penalties because that's, it's, it's not on. And, and you can't put it past the FIA, really, because did they know this was going to happen? No. No, of course. Well, COVID is what's caused the inflation, <laughs> but that's why it should definitely be agreed to be more. 
mm. because if it affects everyone and I look at like Williams and they've crashed a lot of cars this season well <laughs> specifically the Tifi I know we say talk about the Tifi a lot but he is a talking point a car is like 15 million dollars like a, a full car if they have to do the whole car again you know Haas well Schumacher's wrote off two that's 30 million dollars probably so you can see how pretty easily you dig into that 140 million. I mean, obviously, they, I don't know how that works and money-wise, but I could definitely see why they need more money. Yeah, 140 million sounds like a lot, but I mean, really, it's not. No, not in this sport. Mate, it's a billion-pound sport. The sponsors of the teams... I would, I would even go as far to say trillion. Yeah, overall, in our overall, but I mean, like, each team is worth billions. The deals for the teams... Billion, trillion. I reckon the deals for, like, a sponsor on a car will be, like, 140 million. Like, I reckon their whole season's paid for by their main sponsor. I mean, I don't know specific details, but mm. if it's anything like football, I wouldn't be surprised whether, like, for example, like, Oracle for Red Bull pays, like, their whole 140 million. Like, because that's not even a lot. That's something to dive into, that. To be, like, the main sponsor on a car. You know, to sponsor a football team, you pay absolutely millions. Yeah, they do so have a lot of sponsors, people. though. Yeah, they do have a and lot. And then you have, like, a team like Ferrari, just picking one out of the top of my head, who have, like, lots of sponsors, and they're all big. Shell, Ray-Ban, and the rest of them. They pay for, like, <laughs> size on the car. Don't you? Well, you knew that, but you were speaking to that person about it, weren't you? You were speaking to someone that worked at putting the branded on a car. And they were... Because I want to know whether you pay for, like, a certain size on the car. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Like, I wonder if you go... Well, surely if you go with more money, you get a better sponsor, a better place on the car. I wonder how many sponsors Haas have in compared to everyone else. I wonder how much our logo in, like, a one centimetre sticker just to be stuck on one of the cars. Just, yeah, just whack it somewhere. I'm still convinced there's going to be, like, a pit stop branded car. Are you? All matte black. Could it be Haas? And and matte as well, because what did someone tell us? Why Um, they're painted matte? Because well, they, no, look, they're not they look painted they, matte. They look no, yeah, they look better on TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferrari yeah. were telling us that they've gone for a more matte finish because one, they look better at night, and two, they look better on TV. Yeah, and they were saying that the reason you see more black appear on the car every week is because they're just stripping the paint. Yeah, back. taking the paint off. That's why Williams is like mainly black because yeah. they try their best to fucking make the speed up. I never ever thought paint <laughs> would be heavy, but yeah, all these teams are stripping the paint back week by week. Like. Mate, everything, everything adds up. It's going to end up they're just like shells of like no brand. It's just, just a seat just with just an engine complete. strapped to the back of it. How <laughs> heavy do you think a Formula One car is? Do you, do you reckon if there was a Formula One car in front of you, you could walk up to it and pick it up? You can. What, you do could, you reckon like I could? I'm not very strong. From the back, you could lift the back up, I reckon, yeah. Really? Well, I, they're that light? I reckon they're fairly light, yeah. I've never really thought about it. I've always imagined them to be pretty heavy. I think my car is like just under a ton, maybe. Yeah, but we couldn't lift your car up. Absolutely not. But like a Formula One car, I don't know. We should, well, next time we see one, wherever we go at a race, let's just run over and try and pick it I'm up. I'm going to do live Googling right now. Uh, should I take a guess in like kilograms? Yeah. So I know what I weigh. I reckon a Formula One car is like, I reckon like 240 kilograms. What, are you joking? Is it way more than that? I'm like, I'm like near, I'm like 80 kilos. Yeah, but if you could pick it up, I couldn't probably pick up two of me. Yeah, but I went, like, in comparison to a car, like, maybe the engine weighs as much as me. Oh, really? How much is it? It is. While the, F- while the entire F1 car should weigh no less than 798 okay. kilograms. Okay, I'm a bit far off then. <laughs> the heaviest part of a Formula 1 car is the engine, which must weigh a minimum of 150 kilos. Wow, the engine weighs more than I thought. That's mad. So the engine weighs more than us. Madness. 
That is mad. Fuel, maximum, 110 kilos. So I wonder whether they're going to aim to reduce... I mean, I'm not a technical guy, but I wonder if you can get the engine lighter. That's, it seems heavy for an engine. There's minimums and maximums. And is there? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and there's limits and regulations, isn't there? As we learn more, eventually we'll be able to speak about that, but you're all coming on the journey with us. Let's move on to Zach Brown. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Let's move on to Zach Efron, yeah. You get the best of both. <laughs> nice. is, that a, is that a Zach Efron song? That's Anna Montana, my friend. Close. Ah. <laughs> we spoke about Daniel Ricciardo in the last episode. You went in hard on him and said that yeah. you think Fernando Alonso is going to replace him. Yep. No one agrees with you. Yep, I don't care. Absolutely no one. What, you mean no one when you mean everyone in the TikTok comments? You guys on TikTok don't know anything either. So there you go. <laughs> they know a lot more than us. Mm, don't think so. No. Did you actually know he was at McLaren before? Who? Alonso. Uh, back in in day, yeah, yeah, because someone was like, he won't go back to McLaren. I was like, I don't even think Fab knows he was ever at McLaren when they were like silver and they looked like they had the uh, the Vodafone sponsor. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I'm, just taking, I'm taking a I'm taking a wild guess there. <laughs> I hope that's I hope he was actually at McLaren. Someone's I could have like, read the me, comment wrong. That was Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, so we spoke about him the other week. Well, yeah, the last episode. And we love Ricardo. Let's not get this twisted. He's uh, one of the dream guests for the podcast. He's an amazing guy. And he clearly has had a good F1 career. Like, he's, he's won races. He's been up there. He's never won a championship. We don't know much about him. Coming at, coming at it from a new point of view. And now Zach Brown came out this weekend on Any Driven Monday with Naomi and Matt. Oh, yeah? Yeah, live. And said, basically, that Daniel Ricardo is underperforming and not meeting McLaren's expectations, which is kind of crazy, man. Like, this sport is team morale. You think that's crazy? I think, it, I think that's spot on. I think everyone knows it. Yeah, but you, you shouldn't say that publicly. This is team morale. He's there till the end of the season. If McLaren want him to perform this year, they can't be going out publicly. You'd never see that in any sport. Like this, this is a cutthroat sport, man. And but they every, won't replace him. Every, everyone knows that he's underperforming. But they won't replace him mid-season. It's a terrible decision to make with 15 races left or 16 races left. Yeah, but they would have had this chat internally a million times. Yeah, well, he definitely knows he's underperforming. Ricardo, no way. Ricardo knows it. Everyone knows it. I feel like it's just the obvious, I guess. I just think it's really harsh to come out and say that publicly, a team boss. And also, there was that radio clip. Now, apparently, they couldn't see the car, but did you see it when Ricardo crashed? And then the, the boss radioed straight in and is like, is the car okay? Yeah. Yeah, That's saw that. Harsh. And Dan, and he just replied, I'm okay. Yeah. Now I know that they're saying there was like an investigation after in-house and they said that they did couldn't see the car um on their screen yet. So we give them the benefit of the doubt. But either way, like you just put one and two no, together. But I think don't it you? should be the flip opposite. I think if they had seen the crash and known that it wasn't that bad, then maybe you would know that Daniel's alright and you would ask if the car was okay. But if you hadn't seen the crash, you hadn't seen the car and you have just heard that there's been a crash. The first thing that I would be like, Daniel, you were right. I'm not even sure if they knew it crashed though or whether they just saw like a red flag and saw him out or so. I'm not sure. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because I did see something that summed all that up for me. But I'm just saying like you put one and two together, it doesn't look like Ricardo and McLaren is going very swimmingly at the moment, does Def- it? Definitely not. So, and I, I question um, I question his, his future because... If Ricardo doesn't do well in McLaren for the rest of this year, I don't know if I really see him hopping to another team. I feel like I might just see him not in F1 anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, when we spoke to Ollie, mm. he was like, 
the dream is F1, but there's so many more avenues. And there is, like, I mean, and when we spoke to Jack Aitken, he's doing, like, 24 hours in Le Mans, he's doing IndyCar, he's doing all these other things. Like, F1 is the dream for a lot of drivers, but it's not the end. No. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, there's so many avenues. And, like, did you see the clip of when Ricardo was in America and he had, like, the Tash and he was driving the, uh, like, the NASCARs and that? Yeah, yeah. He was having so much fun. So, like, you know, if if the end of the year is the end of the road for Ricardo, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think he can have so much more. I feel like he maybe he'll have a new lease of life in another motorsport. The thought of no Ricardo though is sad. Like he's an, he's an entertainer. He's so good for the sport. I think Ricardo not being in a stable mental place is sad. I think Ricardo should do whatever makes him happy. And if he's not happy in the way that he's performing in Formula One at the minute, then he should just do what makes him happy go and try something else yeah. but we'll see maybe he'll end up staying who knows maybe I hope, to I hope he yeah it I around. do as well I hope but I can see what you're saying he's a great I mean, advocate it, well, for it the won't sport. be Alonso but I can see what you're saying I can't wait till Alonso joins McLaren <laughs> <It's> absolutely <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. No way, Alonso joins McLaren. If he does, I want you to clip every single time I've said it, put it together, maybe look like a mug. It's just never going to happen. If Alonso goes to McLaren, I get Alonso tatted across my back. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. With a McLaren <laughs> clip that. on the bottom. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> Fuck, I said it. That now. would be hilarious, man. <laughs> There's going to be a big switch up. Without a doubt, we're going to see... I think either mid-season here where we'll probably see a driver come in, but I definitely think at the end of the year you'll see more drivers come in and take places than like ever before. I hope. I, that would be really, really cool. Uh, I may, maybe like four, maybe like four new drivers. Maybe? So imagine this, right? Imagine if like throughout the season you still have the standings, but then imagine there's like another leaderboard, yeah, which adds up points. Like, I guess it'd be like the driver standing still, but if like certain drivers didn't meet the minimum requirement points like mm. like by halfway through the year then you're immediately out well mate this is this was this was, what you saying is like how i what i thought about if someone said to me how would i change formula one like my ultimate thing which was ridiculous as i said imagine it was a draft and like all 20 drivers got put into a pot and then you got stuck with a random teammate like they pulled out your teammate at the beginning of the year that was who you're with and then you get put with a team but the F2 team's coming up and more teams can buy in, but then it becomes a championship and the bottom three teams get relegated, which would be very similar. And then like F2 would become like another Formula One, but you'd have to get promoted. Mm. And that would be very similar. 
Yeah. Yeah, they could they could do it like that, but realistically, it, that does happen. The people that don't get any points or do well do get. But then when you think about get it, wiped. it'd be quite sad because like Mick's probably gone, Latifi's gone, which isn't that sad. Um, Joe could be gone. Like his rookie year, he wouldn't even get six months into his rookie year. Do you know what I mean? I think he's not having a bad rookie. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one. Gasly will probably be gone. Mm. As we get further through the season, we'll definitely keep updating on who we think will go where and what we can find out. I mean, you can take our word for it if you want, but your guess is probably as good as ours. Alonso. Yeah. To win the championship. Whilst we're on every the topic year, of that, every year for the next 10 years. He's not going to be here next season, mate. Whilst we're on the topic of that, <laughs> you're really... so wrong, oh, no! my friend. Everyone else agrees <laughs> with me. I don't care, honestly. I don't care what people on TikTok One say. comment said, and it got a few likes, someone said that Alonso could go to Mercedes and replace Hamilton. Someone, a few people agree with I've that. I've said this too. Yeah, I know you have. But that's not going to happen either. This is his last season, in my opinion. Completely, but whilst we're on the topic, wrong. we can look at. Which Formula One drivers make the most money? Now, this is fascinating. And please bear in mind, everywhere online is different, like out to a million. So I've took like the average off like five websites of what people say, because I you, don't have the exact Are figures. you just going based off just their like standard wage? Yeah. So this is what they earn per year. Now, so the reason I want to go through this- You're not is factoring in uh, sponsors? No, no. This is like their wage from the team. So this is coming out of that 140 million budget cap. The first thing I want to say straight away is that Daniel Ricciardo makes more money than Charles Leclerc. Wow. So already we're going to see why they might be thinking, shit. Yeah. Like, come on. Ferrari, Daniel Ricciardo actually makes three million a year more than Charles Leclerc. Dang. But Sebastian Vettel also makes more than Charles Leclerc. I get that. Lando Norris makes more than Charles Leclerc. Fernando Alonso makes more than Charles Leclerc. I, I completely get that. Yeah, I, I thought you might get that. But Ferrari drivers aren't paid loads. Like Lance Stroll makes more than Carlos Sainz, but obviously Lance Stroll is going to make more than yeah. Carlos Sainz because Lance Stroll could do whatever he wants as Martin. Dad, can you just bump it up a little bit, please? Valtteri Bottas makes more than Sergio Perez, which is at Alfa Romeo. But mm. if Sergio Perez has agreed a new deal... Was that definitely at Alpha? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah this, from is this year. This is this wow. year. Well, no, this year. This is interesting. Guess, how, guess where George Russell is? Uh, on a new deal with Mercedes. Where do you think he ranks on like the pay sheet? Uh, out of the 20 drivers. In the top third, but like not max, not, not like lots, lots, lots. Yeah, it's I crazy. I feel like you go with Mercedes, they give you like a warm, a warm deal. But as he's new, it's not going to be as as toasty. Mate, he's only just above the rookie numbers. He's right at the bottom. Really? Yeah, so you have four drivers, which are like the new rookies and the ones that don't necessarily get that many points yet. So you have Latifi, Sonoda, Joe, What does Latifi get? Like a fucking cheese sandwich and a bottle of milk? <laughs> it's 800 grand a year, mate. 800 grand a year. That's still a lot of money. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> it's fucking loads. And then that's like the lower level. And then the next step up is Albon, 1.6. I'd happily crash the car every week <laughs> for 800 grand a year. I'd do it for free just to be on TV. <laughs> then you have three drivers on 4 million. And this is where Russell is. He's in the same bracket as Ocon and Gasly. All three of them are on 4 million a year. And then it goes up to Magnussen, who's on 4.8. Perez on 6.4. Magnussen's on 4.8? Yeah. Go Magnussen. He stepped straight in and got more than Russell. Well, have you said what Mick Schumacher is yet? Guess. Yeah, I've said what Mick is. He's in the lower one. He earns 800,000. Okay. Yeah, he's wow. a bit, he's a bit lower. Magnussen's on 4.8. Mate, Magnussen only just makes less than Perez. 
How accurate is this? Very accurate. I took it across every single site, and it's right because Hamilton makes the most, Verstappen makes second most. But Verstappen's new bumper deal is huge. Like Verstappen and Hamilton make similar amounts he's got a now. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bumper car. Fernando Alonso is the third highest person on the whole grid. Of course he is, man. I don't know why you doubt him so much. Bro, he's 40 years old. So? He is not going to be in Formula 1 next How old season. is Lewis Hamilton? Guess. 36? No, 37. 37? So he's three years older than Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but Lewis Hamilton could do another three years. Yeah, so could Alonso. Uh, this is good. We should have a bet between us because you're going to really start to piss me off. Mate, Alonso, you, you, you don't know enough about Alonso. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I don't. You really don't. You don't know anything about Alonso. <laughs> Do you think Alonso is worthy on this current grid to be the third highest paid driver? Yeah. In an Alpine? Yeah, n- maybe not in an Alpine. Do you think Leclerc should earn more than Ricardo? Uh... Probably by the end of the season, I'd say yes. <laughs> yeah, mate, there's some questionable budgets here. But then it must be hard for these teams, right, to bring in a top driver. You probably do have to, like, throw a shit ton of money at someone. Like, I reckon Alpine had to put Alonso on a massive deal to get him. Same with Alfa Romeo and Bottas. That's why Bottas is earning so much. Bottas doing well. But Russell, yeah, the best-performing driver across all the races, uh, points-wise, finishing every race. And I'm only paying him for, so... I say only, man. The shit I, I do for it's, four million it's so a year. so much money. Then you compare it to football players. Um, yeah, but not all football players make absolutely loads. Like, actually, no, you're dead right. There's yeah, players you're dead in the right. Premier League that are on like twenty, thirty grand a week. But that what does that accumulate as? That's like hundred grand million? a month. Like, a, that's like hundred grand a month. Like one point two million a year. The average Premier League wage would probably be like one to two million a year. I suppose it's people like Messi who are on like thirty million a year or something. Like. Mate, wasn't Neymar at? Uh, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, he was. Where or was we it Bamiang? No, Neymar. Oh. No, no, Bamiang was there as well, and Dembele, and like loads of the Barcelona players. They were there. We was walking through the paddock, and Jake and this other guy, Yanni, we were with, was like, "Oh my god, look who it is! Look who it is!" And I'm just seeing like random guys who had got nice shoes on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, "Who are these guys?" I'm I like, was so mad. Like, they're all like Premier League football players. I'm like, "Wow, it's funny how <laughs> what, they're what they're what." Huh? They're what? Premier League football players? Fuck's sake. Man, I don't know. Look, no. they, they had colourful Yeezys on. Fair player. Bamiyang was in the Premier League not long ago. But isn't that funny? Like, how it's all about perspective. Like, these guys, to me, are just other people. Yeah. Like, just flesh yeah. and bone. And like, hello, nice to meet you. Anyway, you wouldn't even know who they are, would off you? Off your trot, see you later. Let me do my thing. Whereas, like, again, if it was me and there was, like, a musician walking past... I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. It's bloody, it's, en- it's Enrique Iglesias. No, I do get it. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for photos. Though. I felt bad because we were in the paddock. I was like, I can't throw a camera in their face. Yeah, I know. But I would have loved a photo. But anyway, let's roll the music. Let's give you a break. And when we're back, we're going to have a quiz on the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Welcome back to the final part of the Pit Stop Podcast for today's episode. This is all about Baku, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix that isn't this weekend, it's next weekend. And I should warn you now, Fab, do you know anything about Azerbaijan? Out of all the tracks on the calendar this year, Baku, I know nothing. I was saying this earlier when you were playing on the game. I know nothing about this track either. Zero. So this quiz is probably going to be 
lots of of no response. Yeah, well, I've done everything multiple choice. I thought oh, that would be a lot better. a lot more fun for everyone playing along. Much better. I mean, admittedly, I'm asking these questions, but I've got the shit off Google. Like, I don't know this stuff either. So no. those of you playing along at home, learn with us because this is the next Grand Prix coming up. And laugh with us. Yeah, learn with us and laugh. There's only five. And There's hit that subscribe button. Yeah, that's it. Tell them what else to do. And follow button. Yeah. And rate it five stars because we're nearing 2,000. Let's go! <laughs> and... Everyone, go to alexiskings.com and click the link in the bio and buy tickets to my gig in Hoxton on June seventeenth. In because London. I would in London because I would love to meet some pit stop fans at my gig and Jake's gonna be there as well. Yeah, I'll be dancing. Jake's gonna be dancing. You can have a beer and a dance with Jake, little boogie. Yeah, that'll cost you a tenner. Bring it on down. <laughs> cash only. <laughs> yeah, cash on the door, <laughs> please. No, I meant for the my private dances. All right. A, you can book a private dance <laughs> of Jake Boys for a tenner. Jesus Christ, I'd, I'd pay millions for that. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Stroll's blown his old wage on a few of them. Anyway, Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Five questions. Play along at home. We're going to start off as easy as we can. And yeah, they're multiple choice. So, <sighs> when was the first ever Azerbaijan <laughs> Formula One Grand Prix? 2011, 2014, or 2017? 2017. Correct. Absolutely correct. Smashed it. How Thank did you, you know that? Uh, because there's been a bit a bit of an influx in uh, racetracks being built on that side of the world. Mate, you've absolutely smashed that. The actual first race there was 2016. But any idea what it was? You could smash this for a bonus point. Any idea what it was? Uh, IndyCar. No, it was the European Grand Prix. Damn. Which do you, I remember we read something about that. It was where they like competed in their teams. I don't know if they do it anymore. Like the Spanish drivers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think it was something like That's that. Yeah, I don't know if they do it anymore. But that was the first race there, 2016. But the first ever Formula One event was 2017. Okay. You're welcome. You smashed that. Well done. One out of one. Second question. Who holds the fastest lap record at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix? Multiple choice again. Uh-huh. Charles Leclerc, Lewis Hamilton, or Max Verstappen? Am I allowed to look at a photo of the circuit? Ask me whatever you want to know about it. As you know, because it's in the next questions. Unfortunately not. Okay, well, I'm thinking of Singapore where it's a street track and, it's, and there's lots of long straights. Baku is a street track. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember the shape of it though. Like, so it's got like a bit of a round bit up here and then it's very much like a rectangle on the other end so straight and then a bit of a round bit long and thin yeah well it's not that long and thin is there more straights than corners like no. is there is there a lot no it's more it's more of a cornery kind of track yeah yeah okay there's 20 corners and who did you say lewis hamilton max verstappen or charles leclerc fastest ever lap i'm not going to say charles leclerc because i don't think the ferraris would have had it um, so it's between Hamilton and and Red Bull. And I would probably say Hamilton because Mercedes were doing so well these last couple of years. Yeah, I would have agreed with you if I was answering that question as well. But Damn. it was actually Charles Leclerc in 2019. No. So Ferrari no. must have been quick in 2019. A 143.09. But it is the same as the other one we did. I think this may have been a qualifying time. On the official F1 website, it says Charles Leclerc 143. Oh, fair enough. But when you Google it on other places, it'll be like show random qualifying laps and P1. But surely it's got to be in the race, right? Yeah. So this is the in the race time. Forget qualies. Set by Charles Leclerc. Yeah, Charles Leclerc. 
Has so, got the fastest lap. The, the man, the boy, the myth. So maybe he's going to turn it on in the Azerbaijan. Goat, the kid, the legend. Yeah, he is. He's the just star a star boy. The Instagrammable man. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who won the Azerbaijan Grand Prix last year? Now you got to know this. <laughs> well, I don't. We watched it earlier on TV whilst we were having breakfast. So who won the Azerbaijan Grand Prix last year? Bottas, Sergio Perez, or Max Verstappen? Mm, I've got to rack my brain we to what happened earlier on TV, on TV earlier. now. Bottas, Perez, or Verstappen? Oh, 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 uh, it's, it's, Bot- it's, it's Bottas. Why? What makes you think that? I just feel, I feel like it's Bottas. Why? Give me the go ahead. Give me no, the green why light. why do you think it's Bottas? Because I feel like something happened and Bottas, Bottas just came through. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember as far back as breakfast. It was Sergio Perez. Oh. It was Sergio you know what? Perez. Wait, who did you say? Bottas, Sergio Perez or? Or Verstappen. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Verstappen. I knew it was the secondary driver of the team. Did you? So it was between Perez nice, or Bottas. Nice knowledge, my friend. And I got the wrong team. That's not bad. So far, you got one out of three. But you're, everyone's learning here, okay? And you could take these questions away. And when you're watching the Grand Prix of your friends, you can quiz them. Yeah, and take them to work the next day and you... In your, in your pat lunch we're getting all you guys in your pat lunch yeah. I love to pat lunch we spoke about this before though didn't we and yeah. we told people I jumped on fruits and got banned from my school I had a little action man pat lunch box nice I had yeah. an arsenal one you, there's no way you didn't have a RuneScape lunchbox I didn't no way RuneScape weren't making merch back in those days hey RuneScape needs merch we need RuneScape accounts okay anyway back to what we are saying yeah you can take these questions to the next pub quiz we're getting you sorted right out the circuit of Baku is just over six kilometers per lap. Crikey. Yeah, it's a long... It's like four miles. It's a big track. It's like four miles. It's like double the amount of uh, Monaco. Uh, not quite double, but actually it might be. Well, Monaco, oh, yeah, it is double. Monaco's nearly, two, yeah. two miles, pretty much. Yeah, the, cir- the circuit of Baku is just over six kilometers per lap, but how many DRS zones are there? Three. You don't even want the multiple choice? Yeah, give me... You sure you don't want the multiple me, choice? Give me multiple choice, please. Two, four, or five. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take three out. Um, two, four, or five. Five sounds like a lot. Four sounds like a possibility. Two sounds more realistic. I'm going to take a gamble and go with four. <laughs> <laughs> two. I mean, me two. I mean, two. I don't even know if there's another track with four, mate. It's two. Shit. I don't even think there's a track with, with I two. I knew it was going to be four. two. I knew it was going to be two. I swear there isn't a track with four. I don't even think that there's only one track with three one there. Didn't they introduce it from Miami and then take it out or something? Maybe the fans can give us a message on LinkedIn and let us know. LinkedIn? Yeah, there's uh, two DRS zones. The first one comes up right on the home straight and the second one comes on just after turn two up to turn three. So you literally have a DRS, you literally have a DRS, round one corner, round the other, DRS again. What's the two name, identical what's the name of turn two? Uh, turn two. <laughs> Turn two, mate. Yeah. Doesn't have a name on the Formula One website. It's just that's a black circle with a two in it. That's a shame. That's all I can give you. Let's, maybe, we, maybe we should Don't name it. Don't be greedy. It. Let's name it. All right, what should we name it? Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz, <laughs> yeah. Down into Razzmatazz. Turn two. Razz- Imagine that. We got so big, we renamed everything. And everyone just named it what we call it. Imagine if there was chicane when it goes like left and right and it was called Jake and Fab. Like you're the first one on the Jake second one. Jake and Fab? Down into Jake Down and Fab. Down into Jake and Fab. <laughs> She's flying through Razzmatazz. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, Rasmataz is now officially turned two at Azerbaijan, so everyone remember that. There has only ever been four Formula One Grand Prix at Baku because the 2020 was cancelled due to COVID. 
Which of these four drivers has not won a race in Azerbaijan? So there's only ever been four races. I'm going to give you four drivers, and I want you to tell me which one hasn't won a race there. Okay. Ricardo, Bottas, Verstappen, or Hamilton? Who hasn't won a race? Ricardo's the the odd one out for me, but I feel like he has won there because he was having his heyday a couple years back, pre-COVID, if I remember correctly, from Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe Ricardo has won a race there, which then leaves Verstappen, Hamilton, and Bottas. Now I know Perez has. Mm-hmm. What was the What was the question? Who won? Which it in of tw- these? Fo- which no, of these? F- no, the previous one was it? Twenty nineteen. You were talking about. When I said Perez, when you said Perez won it, and it wasn't Bottas. No, that was yeah. Who won it last year? That was Perez. Okay. So yeah, Perez is a fourth driver, but that doesn't really help. Mate, this is a shot in the dark, man. Just pick who you think wouldn't have won at Azerbaijan. Lewis Hamilton. No, it's Verstappen. Damn. Verstappen has not won at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Could this be his year? No. Oh, bold. You heard it here first. You don't get our predictions just Folks. yet. Don't be greedy. Do you know who wins it? Who? Drum roll, please. Proper drum roll. Alonso! Alonso! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. We hope you have a great week. We will be back on Sunday at midnight, Monday morning for you. Rate the podcast five stars. Hit the follow button if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube. Get your predictions ready for next Thursday and don't be like Fab and say Alonso's going to win. <laughs> yeah, be, be stupid. <laughs> and and misinformed be stupid and misinformed to think someone like uh, Hamilton's gonna win I don't, I don't know Hamilton's not gonna win is he you know he's gonna win exhibit you've got to pimp my ride <laughs> what the fuck was that I don't know I don't know oh my god right guys have an amazing week and we'll see you guys on Monday. Don't do anything that I wouldn't do. What wouldn't you do specifically? I wouldn't eat a cheese string by peeling it how you're supposed what? to. I would Why? just chomp, I would just chomp the end do of it. Do you actually? You don't peel it off and hold it up like a man with hair? Nope. You're nuts. I haven't had a cheese string in ages. Also, eat a pepperami with the plastic on. No, now you're, you're a psychopath. No one does that. I used to. You've done all sorts of weird things. I also ate uh, eight baby bells in one sitting. I remember that. That's when you shit all over the school floor, wasn't it? Mm, No, this wasn't in school. This was like last year. (laughs) (laughs) This was last year. Oh, yeah, right. We've gone off on a tangent. We'll see you guys on Monday. Thanks for being here. Like the podcast. Rate it five stars. We've been the Pit Stop Boys filling the... Fill in the void between race weekends, eh? Just like our bio says. Spirit Studios.